Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. We can take it, we're short of ground around or we're quit. I've got a feeling we are on to something here. Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for all the weird ways, crazy kinks, and impenetrable isms of the human race. This is a show in which we learn the Japanese word agatori means to look worse after a haircut, but never find out why Donald Trump thinks he could know anything about London or why he could take our mayor on in a fight. <laughs> to help us laugh in the face of it all, let's meet the people who know how to turn pain into jokes and jokes into money comedians. <laughs> On my left, playing for Diana Totti, Francesco Di Carlo, and Athena Cableno. And on my right, playing for lapsed professionals, Paul Sinha and Cindy V. So, panellists, what makes you diverse? Athena Cableno, what makes you diverse? Oh, the usual. I'm still from Ghana, I'm still from Guyana, and my mum's still Indian, because her parents are Indian. It's a long story. But also, guys, I think I'm the only person in this room wearing football socks and AstroTurf boots. <laughs> That's pretty, makes me pretty diverse. Okay, is anybody else in this room wearing football socks and AstroTurf boots? I love that a man in the front row looked down at his <laughs> suede loafers to check. Uh, great. Francesco De Carlo, how are you diverse? Well, I come from Italy, where uh, summer means uh, sunshine, beach, and uh, <laughs> spaghetti with clams, you know, and I decided to spend my summer in the UK. That, that makes me brave. And <laughs> there are plenty of places you can get spaghetti here, don't you? Yeah. yeah, I know, but it's not... But because I love you. I love you people, that's why I'm here. Yes, were you implying our spaghetti was no good just then? No! <laughs> You've clearly no, never that, been to Bella Pasta. <laughs> 
<laughs> he clearly has never been to Bella Pasta. Uh, why are you called Diana Totti? My name's Athena, and the Roman version of Athena was Diana, and Francesco isn't Roman because they don't exist anymore, but he's Italian. That's why he This is Diana. one of the few times where my ancient history degree will actually come in handy, but unfortunately, Athena, the Roman equivalent of Athena, was Minerva. Minerva? <laughs> Di- Diana was the Roman equivalent of Artemis. Okay. Uh, Thank you for saving I, I mean, me the job of looking can, like yeah. the smoke <laughs> Can we get a pen so we can change the sign, please? Uh, um, and can we cut all that well, out? Well, you could say that Diana's the goddess of a hunt, and you're in the hunt to win this game. I'm which... in the hunt for lots of things, now you mention it. Um, but Dottie is, is a god. So yeah, don't, don't now he's definitely a god. What, what's so. the Totti bit? Totti is a... Um, he's a Roman god. Yes, he's a football <laughs> player who retired after 25 years playing in the same team, Roma. And so now he's uh, ascended, ascended? Ascended. Ascended yeah. to heaven and uh, is our god. And uh, the Pope is Francis because of him. He's <laughs> really annoyed. Well, now your team name has now been changed officially to Minerva Totti. Now, lapsed professionals Paul Sinha, how are you diverse? How am I diverse? Yes. Well, it's in all in your song. Uh, we're, we're round, we're, we're brown, short. we're short, we're queer. Yes. I'm all four. Five foot nine and a half is short. It's about average, but I'm certainly round, brown and queer. So I think I fulfil the diversity commitment as required in your song. So. I'm absolutely thrilled. And I heard in the press recently that you came out as gay, but I saw your Perrier-nominated show, which was about, I don't know... 2006. 2006, in which you talked extensively about being gay. How is it that you only came out last Wednesday? (laughs) (laughs) It's a very, very good question to ask. Um, I appear on an ITV Tea Time quiz show called The Chase, and in an episode that was recorded in January, I referred to an ex as he... Uh, not thinking there's any problem with it, what with me being openly gay for the last 11 years. <laughs> but the tabloids, they, they employ journalists to fill the sort of really bad bits of the online paper with stories from the chase. And, 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 and someone decided this was me coming out. Uh, and so, you know, when they find out that the Jamaican guy, Sean Wallace, is black, they're going to have a field day. <laughs> uh, but it, it's amazing, the Daily Mirror this week have actually offered money to sell my story. And I'm like... I haven't got a story. <laughs> uh, I am openly gay and have been for a number of years. Uh, Sindhu V, how are you diverse? I'm South Asian, I'm Indian, but the really interesting thing is I am the second tallest Indian woman I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the tallest? My friend Geeti. <laughs> she, she, um, I got on the bus to university one day and there was someone who looked over at me over everyone's head. Usually that was just a blank space, you know, I would just stare over And I looked at her and she looked at me and we literally started weeping with joy. Uh, She's 6'1". And here's the crazy thing, we didn't talk for 20 years and then one day my mother said to me, oh, Giti got married, which was actually something they thought would not happen to either of us because we were so tall. We're like, my mom always said you were a freaky giant. So, so she said she got married. My husband's Danish. I went very far up north to get a tall husband. And uh, so then she said, Geeti's married, and she married someone from Iceland. And I was like... To outdo you, I think. Well, obviously. But here's the thing. We both were the tallest women that we've ever met, and we both went all the way up there and found husbands. Isn't that amazing? It's a beautiful that is, story. That is wonderful. I feel it I deserves a romantic comedy of all of its own. I thought it was and why are you called the lapsed professionals? Oh, well, we've both given up jobs that are considered quite prestigious to seek our fame and fortune in the world of comedy. I used to be a GP, a general practitioner, and Sindhu. 
I used to be an investment banker. Wow. Like, why are you here in this basement? Like, seriously. <laughs> On a it, Sunday it, afternoon. It's Sunday. Our options were limited. Our options were limited. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. I'm Deborah Francis-White, and I'm diverse because I'm left-handed. I have two passports, though neither of them soon will get me into Europe. And I'm adopted, and I used to be a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, so this is the second worst way you could have met me on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I'm not allowed to give blood either, so we've got something in common. Oh, really? oh, of course. But I wasn't allowed to give blood because of my religion. You're not allowed to give blood because they won't take it. No. Is that right? Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, that's why, I, that's why they... I came out of the closet to avoid giving blood. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think they'd test it, right? you yeah. think they would test it. Yeah, you would think they won't. Um, making sure that none of these facts are too much fun, please welcome in Pedant's Corner our lovable doctrinaire, Ned Sedgwick. Hello. And strumming our pain with his fingers, killing us softly with his song, it's Mark Hodge. <laughs> Ned Sedgwick, have you had a global experience today? Not today, but recently I was trying to explain this podcast to an American and I said it was a diversity-based comedy panel show and she looked a bit confused and I said, what part of that didn't you understand? And she said, what the hell's a panel show? (laughs) In every episode of Global Pillage, Mark Hodge creates a special jingle based on an ancient folk song because it is traditional, international and out of copyright. What's today's jingle, Mark? Well, I was thinking of going... The Black Hills, the Black Hills of Dakota. We can nice. do that, can we? Right. Nice. The first round is the theme round. Today's theme is manners cost nothing, but neither does Twitter. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with a correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. What does the thumbs up gesture traditionally mean in Greece? Black professionals. It's an ironic way of saying our nation's gone bankrupt. <laughs> an ironic way of saying our nation's gone bankrupt. I think that great. sounds right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Especially as uh, a banker, I would say that sounds absolutely correct. Okay, great. Or it could uh, be one Greek saying to another, yeah, I know it's Minerva. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can't all be in the top 20 quiz, whatever. You know. <laughs> Like, this is the only quiz you've done this weekend, is it, Paul? What was the other quiz that you did yesterday? The World Quizzing Championship. The World Quizzing Championship. I'm sorry, but this is just not on. Is I it? mean... It, it, what number As are you? things stand, I'm 23rd in the world, but the results from Germany and Ireland aren't all in yet, so I'll, go, I'll, uh, I'll fall a little bit. You might go up a few places. That's not how it works with results. <laughs> is, is this well, a it, ranking tournament? Well, you yeah, get points I'll get extra points for this. Right, OK. Well, the hive mind normally win because diversity works, but today you're taking on number 23 in the world. <laughs> currently. Minerva Totti? Mm. In Greece. A thumbs up. What does it mean? Uh, it will rain soon. <laughs> Why does it mean that? Oh, because you're pointing to the sky. Yeah, so probably it's raining. It's, God, that's uh, actually, that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah, it's about to rain. It's about to rain. It's about to rain. Yeah. Okay. Hive mind in Greece. If somebody does thumbs up, what does it traditionally mean? You're a cuckold. You're a uh, what was that? <laughs> that's, a very, that's a very specific gesture, isn't it? You're a cuckold. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Again? It's the devil's. The devil's sign. Kill the ref. Kill the ref. Okay. Kill the ref. What was that? Warding off the evil eye. Warding off the evil eye. Okay. You know, all the censors in Italy have just one gesture for all of this. It's so strange. It's so strange. Cackled and devil's. Ho- 
Yes, just oh, cuckold. Yeah. Is you have a gesture for cuckold? In yeah, it's like with your uh, index and your little fingers together. Is that if you're sleeping with somebody else's partner, you just do that with them? You no, know, if your partner is sleeping with someone else, if this you... is and we use it for the referee and we use it. <laughs> It's so weird, and it's the devil because of the horns. So it's. Oh. Uh, I think it's. Uh, it's. So uh, if you're listening at home, what Francesco Carlo is doing is the traditional rock gesture. Yeah. Rock, with uh, forefinger and little finger up. In Italy, there's just one gesture, and it means all of the things. <laughs> you yeah. just have to guess from the context. What What do you do if you're sleeping with the ref's wife? Uh, <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> Or the ref's husband with an inclusive podcast. I'm so sorry, I forgot to myself. Um, if you think it's cuckold, buzz now. Oh, just the man who said it, okay. Devil's horns, buzz now. Kill the ref, buzz now. Yes. Warding off evil, buzz now. Or evil eye, buzz now. In fact, it means up yours. Uh, it's, uh, it's like two fingers up. Ned, could you tell us any more? It's just literally because it's like shove it up your ass with the thumb. Um, and there are lots of... So do they, when they use Facebook, do they, are they thinking... <laughs> yeah. How many shove it up you your asses did you, you know, get? Do you know all those likes you get from that Greek fan base you had? Yeah. As a tourist, if a taxi driver refuses to take your money in Iran, what should you do? So you're in Iran, you're a tourist, taxi driver says, no, no, don't worry. Uh, Minerva Totti. Well, nothing. That's cool. Just go about your day. <laughs> go about your day? Okay. Yeah. Francesco, no. you're in Iran. You get out of a taxi driver. Taxi driver says, don't worry about it, mate. Check your stuff, because it means they've taken something that's worth more than a taxi fare. <laughs> <laughs> so they've taken something out of your suitcase. Yeah, they're like, oh, don't pay. I've got your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. All right. Minerva Totti's got an answer in. Last professionals. Well, I'm in Iran. I've got to take my chances. I'll ask him out, if that's how he... <laughs> You'll ask him out? Yeah. You'll just to say that you've done it in He's Iran. He's given you a lift. You're offering him one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would you like a ride? I think if in Iran the cab driver does doesn't take your money, then you must thank him because uh, he's obviously doing it out of a sense of courtesy, that you're so close to him, like a family member or something, that that's why he's not taking your money. It's almost like a gift to you. Okay. Or the exact opposite, which is <laughs> that you have upset him and he doesn't even want your money. So slightly drama queen. I don't want your money, just go, and then you should apologize. Okay, all right. So both of those sound like family members to me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hive mind, you're a tourist in Iran and the taxi driver refuses to take your money, what should you do? Pay him in stamps because it's legal tender. Pay him in stamps because it's legal tender. Okay, you, you're of the office generation, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Insist. Insist? Check if you've actually moved anywhere. <laughs> check, check if you've moved anywhere. Okay, if you think it's pay him in stamps because it's legal tender, buzz now. If you think it's insist, buzz now. And if you think it's check if you've moved anywhere, buzz now. Yeah, we, we, they liked that more, but I think they did give a big buzz for insist. And in, in fact, it is correct. It is insist on paying. It is seen as rude to accept money first time from a guest. But equally, it is rude not to make sure they're paid. It's just a custom to say, no, don't worry about it. So if you're a tourist, you might just go, okay. And then they're going to go, what? Um, did you know that, the person who said that? You did. Have you been to a run? You just knew. What number in the world quizzing <laughs> championship are you? Not ranked. 
Not uh, currently unranked. You should have a go because you, I reckon you're 22. Um. It's really interesting. It's this thing called Taroth, and there's a general thing when you meet strangers where you kind of offer them services. Like at the end of the meeting, you'd be like, "Oh, I'll clean your house next week if you want," and you always, always say no. But apparently, it leads to quite a few issues with tourists. Because they're like, yeah, I'll give you a lift, you know, to the other side of Iran. And they're like, oh, great, I'll see you tomorrow. And they kind of don't want to be rude and not do it. So they just end up doing it. That's sort of like when Americans don't understand that British people are saying, oh, no, stay. (laughs) (laughs) It is actually completely like that. I mean, it really is. In China, why is it rude to give your date an umbrella to walk home at night if it's raining? Lapsed professionals. Because you're not offering them the option of staying in your home. Okay. You're saying, be on your way, here's an umbrella. Rather than saying, you, you, you should say, is come back to mine. Yeah, well, but not like that. I like, come back to mine, I'll sleep outside, whatever makes you feel safe. <laughs> Just, but you need a place to stay now. Okay, all right. Do, do you agree with that, Paul? I haven't got a clue on this one. Perhaps it's a Chinese tradition, only you are allowed to touch your own umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Minerva Totti, why would it be rude to give your dating an umbrella to walk home? Probably because at school yeah, they used to be bullied and beaten up with umbrellas. So it's, it's like you don't... It's triggering. Yeah, it's like don't talk about umbrella because it's, it's a very sad thing for everybody in China. Everyone was beaten with umbrellas at school. Probably, and that's why they, they don't use umbrella and they just go back wet. Okay, better to be wet than carry an umbrella. Exactly. Athena? Because the whole point of a date is when you, you go outside and it's raining, you have to take someone back to your place and say, let me get you back those wet clothes, right? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not giving me the opportunity to say that sentence, you're kind of ruining it. Aren't ruining it for everyone. Okay, yeah. hive mind. Why is it rude to give your date your umbrella when it's raining? You should order them an Iranian taxi. (laughs) Free ride, okay? It implies you don't respect them enough to have brought their own umbrella. Ah, implies you don't respect them enough to have brought their own umbrella. I like that. Paul wants that answer. (laughs) He's taking it for his next quiz. You can't have it, Paul, it's not yours. Implies a lower class? Implies that the person is a lower class than you, okay? Umbrellas have eight spokes and eight is lucky. Umbrellas have eight spokes and eight is lucky. You seem now like a mystical man. (laughs) How do you know they have eight spokes? I didn't even know that. I've never noticed that. Eight eight spokes and eight is lucky. So what's the implication? Uh, You think that by giving them something that represents the number eight. You would think that, but... Clearly it doesn't. So what you're saying is, it's a mystery. Okay, all right. You're just shipping in a little bit of mansplaining knowledge there. Dropping it off. off. It's not helpful to the hive mind, but they've enjoyed it. So, uh, anything else? You're forcing them to come on a second date to bring the umbrella back. Oh! Forcing them to come on a second date to bring the umbrella back. All right, so if you think it's... You should have called them an Iranian taxi, Buzz Now. Doesn't respect them because they should have brought their own Buzz Now implies they're a lower class than you, Buzznow. Um, something about eight spokes, Buzznow. Uh, it implies that it's a second, there's going to be a second date, Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> You're not in the half mind, Paul, but they appreciated that. In fact, the word umbrella sounds very similar to the word for breakup. So it's seen as bad enough. <laughs> the polite thing to do is walk them to their door holding the umbrella for them. Because oh. uh, if, otherwise, if you say umbrella, it's like a symbol of we're going to break up. 
So it's the opposite of the second date theory. I'm going to beat this relationship to death with the umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the end of the round. What's the scores, let's say quick. What's the scores, please, let we have two teams tied in second place, Minerva Totti and Laps Professionals with zero points, and the Hive Mind are running away with it with five points. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms. What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Russia, they say, you're riding as a hare. What are you doing if you're riding as a hare? H-A-R-E, like a rabbit. If you're riding as a hare in Russia. Black's professional. You're being chased by six greyhounds. <laughs> it's one of those ancient idioms for when you're being chased by six greyhounds specifically. Mm. Okay. Sort of you're going too fast, it's too risky. You're, you're sort of speeding ahead without thinking. Speeding too fast, ahead. Ris- yeah. Riskily okay. fast. You're going riskily fast. Yeah, that's Riskily fast. Okay, risky Minerva Totti. Um, I think it means you've got ants in your pants. Hive mind, you're riding as a hare. Running away you're running away cowardly. Flying by the seat of your pants. You're doing something wrong. You're going to fall off in a minute. You're on someone's head like a hat. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, if you think it's running cowardly, Buzz now. Flying by the seat of your pants, Buzz now. Doing something wrong, Buzz now. Are you going to fall off in a minute, Buzz now? And you're riding on someone's head like a hat, Buzz now. <laughs> Um, in fact, it means you're travelling without a ticket on public transport. You're riding as a hare. Apparently, it comes from the fact that fair dodgers would shake like a hare whenever the ticket inspectors would come around. Yes. Um, everyone knows when that happens, you should fall asleep. In Japan, like, like a hare, like the tortoise and the hare. 
that yeah, that the hare falls is? asleep and the tortoise beats it. Wow. It's that... all linked. Does Athena get any points for saying that in that case? No, not, not really. Okay. Um, in Japan, what would someone mean if they said, I'll do it before I eat breakfast? I'll do it before I eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's professional. I won't do it at all because nobody does anything before they eat breakfast. <laughs> won't do it at all, okay? Yeah. Sort of similar. I think it means... Uh, you know when you're irritated, like someone wants you to do something too fast, and you're like, "Fine, I'll do it before I eat breakfast." Like, no, I'm not gonna do it, or you're irritating me by asking me. Uh, Minerva Totti. I will squeeze you like a toothpaste. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just a- kind of, just answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I'm like, going like a to threat. squeeze you like. Like, is this threatening or sexual? No, 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 threatening. No, nothing sexual. Before breakfast, you, can have, you cannot have sex. You can't sex, have what? sex before In Japan, breakfast. in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> it's not allowed. I was say in Italy, surely it's what people do before breakfast every morning. I don't know. That's just the impression I get from the movies. In Italy, we do it during breakfast. <laughs> I'm so distracted right now. Um, the world doesn't need to know this, but I find sex quite difficult on a full stomach. So the idea of doing it before breakfast is fine. I think it means I'll do it ASAP. I'll do it as soon as possible. Okay, do it as soon as possible. Hive mind. I'll do it before I do breakfast in Japan. What does that mean? I can never do it, like, in my dreams. Uh, it's in your dreams. Okay. It's a disgusting job. It's a, dis- disgusting. It's a disgusting job. Top priority? It's top priority. Uh, it's very easy. It's very easy. Okay, uh, so if it's um, in my dreams, Buzz now, if it's not even the person who said that, uh, it's a disgusting job, Buzz now. Top priority, Buzz now. Or it's very easy, Buzz now. You are correct, it's a piece of cake. Ah, do it Friday breakfast. Oh, you are correct, Hive Mind. If you're a Slovak, you might say, I'm going to throw the rifle into the corn. What would that mean? It must be a shit rifle. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> so, like, you know, I'm just going to throw it away. Like, I'm done with this rifle. It can go into the corn. Right, so something, when something's bad, something's broken, just going to throw it into the corn. Yes. Yeah, or, okay. or, or, like, in a, I, I come in peace, so, like, I don't want to argue oh, yeah. with you. It's like a peaceful uh, movement. Okay, like, so it's a come in, I come in peace. I'm going to throw my in, rifle yeah, into the yeah, corn. Yeah, probably. I'm going to make something very difficult. I'm going to mislead people. I'm going to throw the rifle into the corn so they'll be looking for it forever. So put people on a wild goose chase. <laughs> yeah. Cat okay. amongst pigeons, possible thing. I'm going to set the cat amongst the pigeons. Set the cat amongst the pigeons. Okay, hive mind. Um, hiding the evidence. Throwing caution to the wind. Throwing caution. They liked that, didn't they? They buzzed spontaneously there. Uh, Caution to the wind. Needle in a haystack. Pretend it never happened. Pretend it never happened. Making swords into plowshares. Swords into plowshares. I give up. I give up. I want to be a fast I want to be a fast vag. Where did this come from? Slovak. Slovak fast vag. Did you just come so you can make that pun? Were you just like, they better mention the Slovaks today, otherwise I'm fucked. Had his money's worth, he's leaving now. um, 
Bad Central European puns, we're going to put a check on that. Not for the first time. <laughs> okay, if it's hiding. Well, I had one about hunger. Hiding Hungary, evidence, but... buzz now. Caution to the wind, buzz now. Needle in a haystack, buzz now. Pretend it never happened, buzz now. Swords into plowshares, buzz now. Something about a fast vac, buzz now. Or I give up, buzz now. It is, it's I give up! Uh, yes, uh, did you know this? You did. Oh, don't you be afraid. That's what knowledge is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quiz. It's a quiz. You don't be afraid. It's great that you know. How did you know this? Uh, I speak German. Is this also a German expression? Yes. Oh, okay. And it's the end of the round. <laughs> Minerva Totti and the Lats Professionals are keeping the relegation battle interesting with no points. <laughs> and the hive mind are running away with it with 25 points. The next round is the game changer round. Mm. This round is about a marginalized group who rose up and defied the odds by sticking it to the man and changing the game. Historically, this hardly ever happens and when it does, it's not funny. So we only have one question in this round, but it is worth double points. So this is your opportunity to stick it to the panel show man and have a points revolution teams. Why is an old Danish military barracks from a highly guarded central district in Copenhagen now largely untouched by the laws of the rest of Denmark? The laws don't apply there. Why not? Lapsed professionals. This is um, Lucas Graham's hometown. Um, the singer of Lucas Graham, Lucas Forkhammer, lives in a community in Copenhagen called Freetown Christiania. It's a sort of enclave of Copenhagen where the laws of Denmark don't apply. I'm hoping I'm right here. Yeah, Christiania. Christiania, yeah. It's a controversial experimental project, but it's still outside the legal jurisdiction of the Danish government. Okay, uh, Minerva Totti. I've been there, and I just thought it was just a rough part of town. Like I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know it was an actual lawless place where people could just do what they liked. I didn't have nearly as much fun as I should have. Um, <laughs> So why is it like that? Is that what we've got to say? Uh, no, uh, that... They could be right, but you can have another right. answer which might be right. You've actually been there. You might have more information. Oh, just that they were selling skunk and stuff. That, that kind of information. Or... <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you bought a bag of skunk there, did you pay double so the guy behind you <laughs> could get a free ounce? Um, no. Okay, uh, hive mind, anything to offer or add? Denmark, but they've just declared themselves because it's quite yeah. often police raids and stuff on the town, but they keep going anyway. But for the purpose of the question, it's outside the laws of Denmark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Okay, all right. Is it covered by sea? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you've heard to date is accurate. <laughs> it's just people sort of piecing it together. Uh, yes, when the military moved out of the barracks in this highly guarded area, local hippies and the homeless people moved in and declared it an independent state in protest of what? Anyone? Taxes. No. 
No. Galway Girl by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's actually lack of affordable housing. Um, that was what they were protesting. And to this day, it is largely untouched by the laws of the rest of Denmark. Um, the final round is our quickfire round. Teams must buzz in if they think they know the answer. Hive mind, if one of you knows the answer, you just buzz really loudly and you just go buzz and say the answer because it's quickfire. In English, we say, hold your horses. The Greeks say, sit on your what? Hairs. <laughs> no, anyone else quickly? No. Uh, eggs. Sit on your eggs. After Brazil's economic collapse in 2016, one export to China actually went up. What was it? Brazilian. <laughs> it, it actually was. It was footballers. Uh, yeah, Brazilian footballers. What is the national animal of Nepal? No, it's the cow. In France, this Hollywood movie was called The Young People Who Traverse Dimensions While Wearing Sunglasses. What was its English title? Titanic. No. It's an, it's an English... And the Matrix is correct. I wanted to say... You wanted to say The Matrix, but you didn't, Francesca. Yeah, I know. So no free espresso for you. Finish this American joke. What does Mr. Miyagi do to relax? Wax off. Wax off, yes. In the French translation of Back to the Future, what does young Lorraine think Marty McFly's name is instead of Calvin Klein? In American, it was... Pierre Cardin is correct. In English, the kissing sound is moi. In Estonian, it's... Chop, chop. Uh, Close, it's mopsty. Mopsty! That's the sound. In English, the phone says ring, ring. What does it say in Italy? Uh, Dream, dream? Yes. In Germany, it's... (laughs) Klingeling, klingeling. And it's the end of the show. In third place, we were very improved, but still last 15 (laughs) points... It was Minerva Totti. In second place, it was the Lapsed Professionals with 25 points. And the winners, surprisingly, were the Hive Mind with 55 points. You beat the 23rd in the world for world quizzing. That's pretty impressive. You should give yourselves a big round of applause. That's that's even with the lapsed professionals getting the smash of the patriarchy round as well. So it's a Greek thumbs up to the losers and congratulations to the winners who've done it before breakfast. And I'll leave you with this thought from Korea. If you eat a pheasant, you also eat the egg. Time-saving advice there. (laughs) Please give it up for Francesco Carlo.
planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 